Aloha, this is Lanai, and you're listening to the Maleko and Flash podcast. What? That's, that's, that's the name you guys chose? Uh, I'll let you know when I start a real podcast. Hey, so the contest is on. Yes, I can't wait. Let's go. We're trying to give away this new flask cap. This is the best invention I've heard of in the last few years. It's unbelievable because I'm thirsty, I'm an adult, and I enjoy adult beverages. It's kind of like when you go to New Orleans. Exactly like that, actually. I have the drink in my hand, and then I get to walk outside, and then I get to go wherever else I want with my drink in my hand. There's this stigma about pouring a drink in public, and you don't have to worry about that anymore because the flask cap handles that. You take your existing Yeti tumbler or metal beverage or whatever. tumbler, and you add the flask cap. It replaces the current cap, and inside the flask cap are five ounces of your favorite spirit. That wedding you're going to doesn't have an open bar? No problem. You're going to the beach? No problem. Disneyland? No problem. Well, Disneyland might be a problem. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a great idea, though. And if you want to win your very own flask cap, stay tuned to the end of this podcast for your chance to win. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the Maleko and Flash podcast. And if you're not, might I suggest you take another drink? It's actually the only way you can enjoy the podcast. Literally, just drink more. Just have another cocktail. In fact, we make it easy for you. We give you cocktail recipes, and we give you the word of the day, which gets you there. And by the end of the show, you're not going to want to drive. In fact, you won't be able to drive because you've been drinking. Well, actually, you shouldn't be driving because you have been drinking. Never drink and drive, but we've got a solution for you. In fact, our friends at Lyft are offering up an extra large-sized solution for you. We're going to give you a Lyft XL, supersized, with six seats for when you need more room or when you want to roll with your squad. Or if you're just the size of Maleko. I like to roll big. If you want to get your own Lyft XL to get you where you're going with a special Maleko and Flash discount, we'll give you 5 bucks off your Lyft XL for your party needs. Just enter the promo code BESTPODCAST. It's one word, BESTPODCAST. He said, ironically. <laughs> Check it out. Order up a Lyft to get to where you're going and have a good party. Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday afternoon. Welcome to the Maleko and Flash podcast. It is March 6, 2019. I'm Maleko. Hey, I'm Flash. Thanks for joining us today. We had a very special episode last Friday where we had Bob Moses on the show. Really great episode. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that one, go back and listen to that. We got great music uh, right from our iHeartRadio studios here in Honolulu. But today, we are going to head out to the North Shore. We're going to pick up one of our favorite surfers. She's a DJ. She's an actor. She's an all-around cool, badass person. She was recently invited to be the first female ever invited to the Eddie. She what? won the 2018 Women's Jaws Challenge, and she's got a number of other awards under her belt for surfing. Plus, she's appeared on some really big television shows and movies, and she's here with us in studio right yes. now. Give it up for DJ KK, a.k.a. Keala Kennelly. Hi, guys. Finally. You, you don't even have to drive to the North Shore. I live in town. You live in town I'm now? I'm going to save you gas Townie. money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming in today. It's stoked to have you here. I'm so stoked right now. <laughs> so stoked. Stoked. Is that going to be the word of the day? That's stoked. stoked. That's the buzzword of the day. You can't I'm be so a surfer stoked. and not throw that in there. My default setting is stoked. <laughs> Bad ass. So stoked, bro. 
So you, you're um, you're a townie now. Not a lot of waves in town. So so you're you're always driving up to the North Shore to go surfing, or you know I don't mind the drive. You know it's uh, unless there's traffic. But usually I hit reverse traffic, right? Because everybody's driving in to go to work, and mm-hmm. then hopefully I'm not working and I'm driving out. So um, so that works out. Yeah, that works out. And then you know the surf isn't always good on North Shore. Right. So what? It's like, yeah, can you believe? So, you know, the days that the surf is bad, I like being in town. I like being closer to That's called things. spring and summer, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Said the not surfer. Well, that's just it. When you're not surfing, you're raging. I mean, you're, you're, you're always DJing or, or partying or something. Like, I, I see that you're out almost all the time. That's got to be exhausting. Uh, not really raging, just kind of out for work because I bartend and I DJ. So, um, so, yeah, I'm out a lot. Yeah, I mean, we don't rage when we go out, Maleko. We're working. What are you talking about? (laughs) Got to MC the thing and do the stuff. Would never rage while I work. And things would never, would never rage while working. (laughs) That is a that is not professional. So not professional. (laughs) Uh, So you've been DJing. Actually, you've got a um, uh, a regular gig your Saturday nights at uh, the new Alohilani Hotels O Bar. Yes, so I have a residency. I have a residency at the Alohilani O Bar. If you guys haven't been, it's a beautiful space. Um, you know, I'm curating like chill house, some indie house, some new disco, just like some really cool stuff that you you know you wouldn't hear on the typical radio, and just kind of kind of has that like SLS hotel, W hotel vibes, that Cafe Del Mar style. So really cool. They got a really big, beautiful fish tank to look at. Um, while you're stoked. Th- yeah, so stoked. So stoked, bro. <laughs> and then I also have a um, residency at Nobu uh, last Friday of every month, so you can nice. come check me out there as well. So you're regularly DJing. Uh, you're still surfing. Uh, you're still acting. What? So what are you? Are you an actor? Are you a surfer? Are you a DJ? Are you just somebody who's just living their best life? <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to live my best life every day, and I'm really stoked about it. Um, no, I think <laughs> I think my my baseline. I'm a surfer. I think when, when first and foremost, first and foremost, like you're a surfer, and then everything else is just extra, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the acting and the DJ, those are like really kind of creative pursuits that help me kind of get like that that create that my creative juice is flowing and mm-hmm. get that out of me. So, you know what I am? I am thirsty. So thirsty. <laughs> thirsty. So thirsty right now. These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> so salty. <laughs> That's your cue, Flash. Oh, oh, sorry. Yes. I've, I was actually just waiting for Raina and Show to just jump right in. Sorry. It's my first time doing a podcast. We have Show, the head bartender of Knott's Coffee Roasters. It's in the lobby of the Quinquipilani Hotel. They're a coffee bar in the morning, but more importantly, they serve cocktails all day long. And we have Raina, the marketing manager for, is it, I don't know, it's not Quinquipilani Hotel, but you're the marketing manager for Knott's. For Knott's. Four knots, yeah, yes. Four knots. All right, so guys, we are very thirsty, and we would uh, very much like you to make us a cocktail now. Show, show us, show, show us the cocktail. <laughs> we'll do. So the first cocktail will be a mai tai. Um, mai tai is a rum-based cocktail, basically, um, with uh, fruits mixtures, and one ours is one of the um, the take on for the original recipes. Okay. Um, what's special about our rum, our mai tai? Sorry, sorry my my uh, English is not that good, but uh, our mai tai is. What's special about it is that we ev- we make everything in house. So the rum is blended 
in-house. Get out uh, of here. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Wait. Yep. I don't understand. I you... mean, we don't make the run from okay. the scratch, but we I was going to say, you don't look like a pirate. <laughs> Arg. Uh, we make the Orjas, and we make the Curacao's, too, in-house. Awesome. Yes. And squeezed lemon in-house. Of course. That's I hope, I hope you're Thank God. I hope you're squeezing the lemon in-house show. Nice. It's it. And it's a hotel, so if you really yes. need to squeeze some extra lemon, you oh, can always yeah, go upstairs. I usually, hey I usually squeeze my lemons off-site. <laughs> Hey-o. Yeah. yeah, usually the orja is made out of the almonds, uh-huh. but here in Hawaii, why not use macadamia nuts? Why not? Ooh, like why that. not? I like that idea. And, you know, it makes, makes it sweeter. Um, and the curacao, we use a raw sugar instead of a corn syrup. Mm. So no uh, preservatives. So it's really Always healthy. Always a good choice. All nice. right. Well, let's uh, let's well, make the drink yeah, there. Let's show. get started. Yes. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Show. Uh, so he's going to be making us a, t- a twist on the traditional mai tai. Uh, while he's doing that, Kelly, this is the fun part. You get to come up with our word of the day. We already had it. It's is stoked. It? We're going to go with stoked. I'm so going with stoked, stoked, bro. I agree. That's a, that, I'm stoked on that word. I'm so, super stoked on it. Anytime you hear that word, stoked today, you're going to scream make some noise. Ah! <laughs> Woo! we got to work on that, team. <laughs> yeah, Reina, show. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, you guys, yeah. I'll great job. Over great show's job. Mic yeah. now. Sasha, you got to chime in, too, okay? Yeah, it's everybody in there. So once again, we'll say the word. Stoked, stoked. Yeah! So stoked. And then once we have cocktails, we'll also be drinking with those. And I'll be so stoked on those cocktails. She'll be stoked on those. So you've um, uh, you, you had a pretty big year uh, for surfing last year. Uh, you know, as the surfing season ended, you wound up uh, with with a title. You wound up with uh, an acknowledgement or or an invitation. We're going to talk about the invitation here in just a bit. But first of all, let's talk about the Jaws Challenge. This was um, uh, this was a big accomplishment for you. Yeah, uh, you know, we've had the Jaws Challenge for, this would be the third year. You know, it took a lot of years just to establish kind of a women's big wave world tour. Uh, The first year I competed in it, I got like an incredible wave, my first wave, but right at the end just got absolutely crushed and ended up uh, blowing out my knee and going to the hospital. So I I ended up getting fourth in that event. And then last year, Kind of same thing. First wave was like incredible, but right at the end got got crushed and broke my board. So I was able to paddle back out, but didn't have a backup board. Um, uh. My shaper aftermath had one in the works for me, but it wasn't Damn. done in time. Yeah, and so I was like in the channel just going, okay, I need to ride something. Like who's going to loan me a board? And I paddled up to Twiggy, uh, Grant Twiggy Baker, thinking like, well, he's kind of a smaller guy. Like, maybe his equipment will work for me. And I like, I, I you know, Yo, bro, can I borrow your board? And he lent me his board. And the thing was just like, it was like riding a kayak. You know, it's already like scary enough. You're at Jaws. That's what she said. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but yeah, it's already it's already kind of like scary charging really big gnarly Jaws, but then doing it on equipment that you're not familiar with. So I, I, I want to backtrack for just a second so that there's context for this because women competing and being invited to jaws is that it wasn't always the case jaws i believe is invite only to begin with Mm -hmm. but when did they start inviting women to jaws and how did that even come to pass um i think you know they announced that they were going to be including women in the wsl piahi challenge i think it happened shortly after i got the nomination to win the nomination for the um 
Barrel of the Year Award, XXL Awards. Hashtag humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> I think right around that time is like when they were like, okay. And so what year was that? That was uh, that was like the end of 2015, 2016. So, I mean, women surfing at Jaws is totally new. It, you know, we've been out there riding it for a lot of years. But, um, I mean, as far as the competition. Oh, yeah. No, this is uh, this last November was the third time they, they had us. Just the third time? Just the third time, yeah. Why, why is it taking so long for That's that? The, uh, yeah, it's the obvious question. Well, um... And this, is, this is okay. No one listens to the podcast. So just, <laughs> just be as political and raw and real. Well, first of all, you know, I don't feel like there was a whole lot of women charging big waves, right? Because, you know, women have never... Never really been encouraged to do sports, and then they've never been really been encouraged to surf, and especially they haven't been encouraged to surf big waves because that's kind of been like, you know, for the big macho men. Yeah. You know, if a girl can go out and ride a huge wave, it kind of almost makes guys feel like, I don't know, it's less of an accomplishment or something. I don't know. They can't, like, beat their chest like Tarzan quite as mm. hard. It, I don't that's, know. that's your take on it? Kind of. Yeah. Interesting. That kind of makes sense, though. Yeah, I never really is, thought about it's, 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 it that way. It's a very but... macho thing to ride a giant wave like that. Right, so when a little thing like me goes out and does it, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> what, what do you feel like when you accomplish that? You feel macho? I mean, I, maybe that's not the right word. Maybe, I mean, what's... I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm like kind a of badass. A, I'm kind of a tomboy. I feel pretty macho. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. I mean, I I am the opposite of that. I am a, we a know. wuss beach. I mean, I'll watch your stuff on the beach. You know, you go ahead. I, I'll, I'll get your you're, stuff you're, safe. You're making sure the towel, towel doesn't blow Yeah, away. you know, there's... <laughs> someone, someone could someone steal our stuff, that. babe. I'll, <laughs> let me I'm here. sit here with the fork down. <laughs> um, and now, so what was it, or do you even know why... A light bulb went off in 2015 and said, hey, we need to start inviting women. Was it political pressure? Was it just people realizing it's the right thing to do? I mean, how uh, 2014, no one gets invited, and now people are getting invited. Well, I think that, you know, you also had people like uh, myself, Paige Alms, Andrea Mullet. You had uh, more women going out and surfing these kind of bigger, crazy So there's this itself. generation. There's this this wave of women that start to do more start to compete more, start to, I mean, just, just perform more. I mean, you're out there, even if you're not competing at Jaws, you're surfing Jaws. Yeah. You know, so people are noticing who you are even before you, you get into a competition. Well, it's like just like the whole world right now, right? Because, like, you know, a few generations ago, women, you know, our place was in the kitchen. It was like, go make me a sandwich, Sheila, you know? And now you've got... I'm hungry. Yeah, now you've got, like, female doctors and female lawyers and female CEOs mm -hmm. and female firefighters and female soldiers, and so why not female big wave surfers? But I always thought that Chicks Who Rip was always a, an awesome thing. Like, you always saw surfers, uh, women in surfing. It, I just I always remember seeing women in surfing. Well, yeah, I mean, like, when surfing was established, like, in ancient Hawaii, men and women were surfing together all the time. Like, that was not a big thing. It just seems so weird that it took so long for the competitions to be like, oh, yeah, here's a women's division. Right. You know. But is it more going back to what you said is a lack of actual big wave women riders? Like there's even if they wanted to invite people, let's say 10 years ago, there wasn't a pool big enough. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of like chicken and the egg, right? Because it's like they were kind of discouraged to not mm. do it. Yeah, yeah. They weren't given the encouragement to, to, to do it or believe they could do it. And then it's like you cr then the, then we're criticized for like women not doing it. Plus right. they were getting paid way less, so it's like yeah, you know, you'd kind of be a little bit crazy to like embark on a career where it's like just 
based on your gender, you're going to make like one tenth of what what a male's going to make. Thankfully, like we fought and won the equal pay, and WSL just announced in September, like. All yeah. prize money will be really? equal. Yes. Which oh, I didn't even know just, that. Just last year, yeah. I was uh, doing a few awards award ceremonies. You know, and it's the same. It's the same. He wasn't winning any awards, by the way. <laughs> I was He's not winning just awards. He's just, 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 yeah, just emceeing. <laughs> yeah. I was emceeing award ceremonies. <laughs> but you know, when when you do that, you know, you've got your koa bowl, you got the fins, and then you got a check inside, and you announce it. You know, here you go, and you've got the same division. You've just got men versus women. And then you got the koa bowls are the same size, but then the check is the just check like is really so much smaller. Really, yeah. I mean, literally, it was like a, here's a check for seven thousand dollars, and here's a check for two. Yeah. Same division, and it's yeah. just like the only difference was a penis. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You would know. You know, <laughs> the penises stoke Maleko out, and if Maleko only had a drink right now, oh, show! It's time to <laughs> so stoked! So stoked on Maleko's penis. Show, I've been waiting for you to, to, to do the dark float of rum on the top, and then I realized I don't think that's happening. So I was, we were just waiting for you to finish the drink. Is it done? Done. It's done. It's done. All, All right. right. Oh, hand those out, man. Pass those around here. It almost looks like a, a little, like a margarita or something. This is. So this is obviously not like a, a your normal mai tai with the dark rum float. So what's going on rum wise? So we're so blending uh, three types of rums. One from Hawaii, and I can't tell you the rest of the two. The secret recipe. Oh, secret recipe <laughs> rums. Oh, okay. I like it. Okay, I'll let cheers. Cheers. Tell Cheers. me how you guys feel. All right. I feel stoked. Mm. Oh, man. That's really good. That is tasty. That is really drinkable. That is that is a poolside. <laughs> really that's a poolside refreshment right there. Are you stoked, Maleko? I'm so stoked. Yes. It does make a difference not having the dark rum. It's not as sweet. It's more citrusy, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like you can I, I taste more sugarcane situation in there. All right. Yeah, anybody? Yeah. Anyone yeah. No, no, no. on that? I'm, I'm, I, I could be totally yeah. wrong. You no, can no, no. say, no, you're wrong. It's I, fine. I've definitely got um, a more like uh, citrus forward. Right. Yeah. It's more refreshing. Mm -hmm. Which I like. Uh -huh. I like better. It is. It bit. does have a, a little bit more like a margarita than a, than a Mai Tai. I like that. Very cool. All right, show. Thanks for that, man. Stoked Thank on you. the drinks. Stoked, stoked. bro. So stoked. All right, so let's move on in the conversation now. You've You've... Broken ground in, in women's surfing. Uh, it just in the last few years, WSL makes the announcement that they're going to start paying prize money is the same uh, for for both genders. Women are being invited to more competitions. Last year, end of the year, the Eddie Icow, which only goes when it's big enough to go, mm -hmm. uh, they announced the the list of surfers. This is not something you you qualify for. This isn't something that you invite have to, only that you that you do because you did so many wins and so you're naturally going to get invited to this. You get invited because the iCows like your flow. Yeah, so um, I, I this might be probably one of the biggest honors in my entire career, right? Um, when I was a little girl, I mean, I grew up in Hawaii. Anybody that grows up in Hawaii, this is like fundamentally like ingrained in our culture, the Eddie iCow. Mm -hmm. So I never in in my wildest dreams, you know, thought I would see in my lifetime a woman invited to the Eddie, and then. Just even you saying it like gives me chicken. Yeah. yeah, so like yeah, if you were born and raised here, it's if you're a guy to get. I mean, anyone it's, that gets it's invited, prestige. it's a big, big deal. Prestigious thing. It is. 
So and I've and people have asked me in interviews like you know before like w- you know would you ever want to be in the Eddie and and my answer was always not if it was going to take the spot of uh, another male surfer that deserved it more than me. Mm. Oh. You know, I I didn't want to be a politically correct. Well, answer. I know, and, and I didn't want to be invited just as a token vagina. You know what I mean? Like right. so, right. so it was like that's how Maleko gets invited to like, <laughs> half of his parties. <laughs> So, oh my God, that was so good. So, you know, uh, the fact that um, that Clyde, you know, invited me based on the fact that he thought, you know, it was, it was a combination of skill levels and just heart. You know, he brought up that, that wipeout I had in at, at Chopu where I tore half my face off and the fact that I we're, went. We're went, definitely going to talk yeah, about that Yeah, we're going to get to that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, it was, based, it was based on my skill set. It was based on my accomplishments. It was based on, you know. It wasn't just based on the fact that oh we're inviting a token female so it was it was your performance it yeah. was entirely the reasons you wanted to be there yes what exactly. was the reaction uh, from male surfers when you got invited I think they were stoked <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> what was your reaction when you got invited I was so stoked did, did they call, did they call? <laughs> were you surprised I was surprised. Um, Actually, it was like 2000 and I think the end of 2016, I had, I had gotten invited as an alternate and then it didn't, it didn't run that year. Right. And then I think 2017, nobody even got announced because like the sponsorship fell out or something right. like that. 2017, that was, that was, it was just like, year. that yeah. was a weird year, right? Quicksilver pulled out and it yeah, was Yeah. All... And so it was just like, we didn't know if the Eddie was ever going to happen again. And then to come, you know, this 2018, they announced... Everybody started, my phone started blowing up, congratulations on the Eddie. And I was like, oh, did I get invited as an alternate again? And it was like, no, chick, like, you're in, like, you're... So they didn't even call you first? Like, Clyde didn't call you? No, I think they, I think they like, private messaged me on Instagram, but I get a lot of, pri- you know, pr- yeah. private messages get lost sometimes. Yeah, um, a lot of penis pics, you know, you really just gotta just block Just so many dick pics that you just to have to... DMs. <laughs> You've really got to filter through those. You just got to be careful on the Insta. <laughs> right, Flash? I was going to say you would know. <laughs> <laughs> just learn from the best. Uh, so, so you didn't get a call. You didn't get a text message. You, you, just, you got text messages from other people saying they saw you on the list. Yes, yes. So That's, that's wild. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and, and I found out kind of right before the, the, um, the Jaws challenge, like a day before or something. Whoa. So I was all fired up. I was yeah. really stoked. And you yeah. won. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus, we're all, I'm going to be blackout drunk here by the end of this podcast. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Who is the title sponsor now? Uh, so I think it's Ojai and Kamehameha Schools, so we're keeping it super Hawaiian. Wow. Yeah. Super Hawaiian. Super and Hawaiian. Now, it's very political, apparently. And on, <laughs> and on the topic of super Hawaiian, um, I think maybe getting the Ed, Eddie invite caught the attention of um, Eddie Rothman, who yeah, Makua's dad. Yeah, who is the Hui, and uh, they they're bringing out the Hui wax, and I think we've been in talks with them. I might be the first woman to um, be sponsored by Hui wax with all the boys. Wow! Yeah, like so, that's another like, you know, that when you're a little kid, you watch the Eddie, the Eddie would go, and then it's like the Hui with the black trunks. Like yeah. you never think you'll be somebody that as a Howley, especially growing up here, that could like wear the black trunks. Female so, Howley. Female Howley. Yeah. yeah so You're breaking a lot of ground here. Trying to, yeah. Female Howley and uh I will let you say, you know, even your sexual preference on top of that. Right. So yeah, big homo. <laughs> <laughs>
Flash? Yeah, I know. Uh, I know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's closeted. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> We're all family here, right? We're all right, guys? Well, let me let me ask you this then. So you're you're making these huge strides in your in your surfing career. I mean, you've been working hard at it all your life. You mm. you've finally gotten to this point where, you know, when you go out there and you do your best, people are noticing, and you're getting awards, you're getting invitations. You're not just good at surfing, though. It's like you're actually genuinely talented in so many parts of your life. So let's talk about your acting career. Okay. Okay. You've 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 made appearances in shows. Some of them are surfing related. Some of them aren't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mostly it's mostly just you on screen being an actor, and that is a challenging thing for most people to do. And yet, you seem to come across so natural when you do it. Was acting something that you wanted to do growing up, or was that something that just kind of fell into it? How did that come about? Um. Yeah. I mean, I think when I was a little kid, there was a few things I wanted to be. Right. So, I, like, wanted to be. I definitely want to be a pro surfer. I wanted to win a world title. That was like a dream. And then I wanted to be a comedian. I wanted to be an artist and I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be all these things. Right. Like, I, you know, some, some little kids, you ask them what they want to be and they, they don't really know. It was like, I wanted to be everything. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> and so, you, okay, so let's, uh, does it start with Blue Crush then? Is that? Yeah, so it started with Blue Crush. And so that was a natural fit, it seems. Um, yeah, totally. I mean, I actually read for some of the lead roles in Blue Crush, but I'd never done any acting i'd never even read a script did the casting director approach you or how like who auditioned who because yeah, so i went i went and auditioned I, I went and auditioned and um i'd never even like read sides off a script or anything before so i totally messed that up mm-hmm. you know um like i, I that was your first audition ever. yeah first audition ever wow. so i totally messed that up i didn't know how to read sides like i i was like waiting for them to talk and it was just like their action and so we we're just staring at each other it was super, <laughs> it was really awkward but you still <laughs> It got cast. No, though. I didn't get cast. So oh, you that, didn't get cast. That's when they went, okay, surfers can't act, so we definitely need to like get some actors. So that's when they got Kate Bosworth and Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. And then they actually, the one surfer that they did um, cast was my friend Sonoy Lake in, in the, the role of Oh, Lena. awesome. Okay. Yeah. So they, they put the word out all over Oahu or probably Hawaii. Right. We're looking for female surfers. That can possibly maybe have some acting right. skills. And they were so. like, none. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> So they went the other way around. They brought so actors they in brought to make actors them in and try to teach them how to surf, which was also rad- <laughs> 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 which is pretty radical though. Like when I think of like Kate Bosworth, because like she did obviously like didn't ride ride the waves of Pipeline. They got like Rochelle Ballard to do her stunts and and even Noah Johnson in a wig to do like that one crazy barrel she got at the end. But um, she did have to paddle around like at like maxing Pipeline. Which I don't even think she realized like how dangerous that was. You know, she had water patrol and people around her kind of buffering her and telling her where to go and how to get out of the way if a set came. But you can't control the ocean, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they even had a sound guy in like a big guy, like in an inner tube out there with like one of those booms. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's just like floating around and I'm just going, Oh my god, this could easily This is a recipe just, for disaster. This could easily just turn into like just so much carnage and possible death. Like oh, they no. have no they are just so ignorant to like <laughs> what danger they are in right now. It was and, really and entertaining. Everybody who knew undersold everybody who didn't, oh, right? Completely. Like, oh you're fine. Oh you're so yeah. Yeah, be totally fine. You're be so totally fine. fine. It's gonna be so good. It's you're like a little five foot wave. The shot's gonna look great. You're gonna be stoked. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be so stoked. You're gonna look awesome. Yeah. 
So you've uh, you made some several appearances on an HBO series too. Yeah, I'm so sad because I just found out about Luke Perry passing away, and I worked with him. Was on he that on that show? show? He was on that show. This we, is uh, John from Cincinnati, HBO. Yeah, he was the nicest guy. Everyone is saying that. Such a nice guy. Nothing like you know his characters on 90210 and some of his other. He was just the most down to earth, salt of the earth, sweet, sweet man. It's a real I didn't realize he was on that show. We had such an eclectic mix of actors on that show. So we had like um, Rebecca De Mornay. We had Ed O'Neill, who's like a modern family now. Yeah. Um, He's fun. Yeah. We, we even had like Jennifer Grey. You know? Dirty Dancing? Dirty Dancing. Wow. Yeah. And she had like gotten like a, a nose job since. I didn't even recognize her. <laughs> yeah. Her nose job was a big deal, apparently. Like, yeah. did she or didn't she? And she did, but she wouldn't admit it and all these things. No, I feel like her career was better before. It's yeah. weird when they change their look like that. You know? What was the she was amazing, dude. I loved her in uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Oh, yeah. The dirty little sister. Yeah, 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 she was so amazing. Obviously, and then, Dirty And dancing. then she just kind of disappeared for a while. And then when she came back on our show, I was just, like, so happy that she was back working. And then she won Dancing with the Stars. So look, gossip on some of these, these celebrities. Cool, not cool, weird. Um, <laughs> most of them are really, really cool. Most, most. of them are, re- most of them are really, really cool. Most. How, um, how do, how do, um, a bunch of established actors treat, uh, you know, a relatively newbie like you, like th- those guys all have like crazy careers, long bios and all that. And then you come walking in like, I'm a surfer. I did blue. I'm crush. a surfer. I did blue crush guys. Where's my, where's my chair? Yeah. <laughs> actually, I'll tell you. What do you, you mean funny... I got to share a trailer with Luke Perry? <laughs> no, actually I got a funny story about that. So I came in, um, I was working with Re- Rebecca de Mornay, um, risky business, risky business. And, uh, you know, they have all the, like the cast chairs, right. And they just say cast. They don't have anybody's name on the chair. So, you know, I'm like, I'm cast. Uh oh! I'm gonna sit in this chair right here. You know, there's a, there was like three chairs all in a row, so I sat in one because that's right. where the cast is supposed to sit. Sure. And uh, Rebecca De Mornay came up to me and she was like, "You're sitting in my chair." Whoa! And I was like, "Was there a bunch of other empty chairs yes, right next to it?" Completely. Oh, wow! And I just I thought she was joking, so I just like laughed. <laughs> and then there was this like awkward silence, and I realized she wasn't joking, and I was like, "Oh." And she, I guess her purse was hanging off the back of it. I didn't see whatever, but it was just like, yeah, it was a real like alpha female pissing moment. Ooh, um, yeah, yeah. Ooh. But the funny thing is, like, we um, we became good friends. It took a while. Like, she had she definitely had to establish. Yeah. You know. I get it. You're I'm better the, than me. I'm the top yeah. dog. Like, right, right, you know. Right, right. But uh, it's like when Maleko and I working together. You know. <laughs> So somebody's got to piss on somebody else, and then we're still to, pissing on each other, trying to figure out who's the it alpha. Is, but this, no. this studio is like one big golden shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of next week, Trump will be on the show. Oh, good. Hey, oh, all right. <laughs> so, is that show still going? Is it no? It's John, one, one and done. It right? was one and done. It was one and okay. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It was an, it was an awesome show. It was a little bit hard to understand. It was like one of those shows that you, at the end of each episode, like you have questions that you want answered, and it doesn't give you any answers. It just oh. gives you a whole bunch more questions. So I think wasn't it kind of like a metaphysical, new agey? Yeah, it was like very Twin Peaks. I feel like um, that show and the premise would would do a lot better now. I think it would and, do was better. Two thousand seven. Yes. Yeah. Also, I think um, one of the problems we ran into as far as like. Uh, why it didn't get renewed, besides the fact that I think we went over budget a little bit. But um, we got the lead-in for The Sopranos, which mm. we thought was going to be great. But then you remember how the, the season finale of the, 
Sopranos, it just faded to black. And people literally thought their cable went out. So, like, people were, like, angry and calling the cable company. Oh, so nobody actually, no like... No one's paying attention. Nobody's yeah. paying attention. So the lead-in thing didn't work. And then it was also right around the time people started watching television differently. So people started DVRing stuff. Uh, like, you know, like, yeah. the ratings was based on first-run... You know, stuff at its. A oh, lot the of ratings time. were still behind how people were. Consuming. Right. So yeah. yeah, it was like kind of right when the internet and things started changing the way that we watch television. So I think if it came out now, it would do well. I really, I really do fo- think it, it had would, a cult yeah. following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was it 2007? That was Twin Peaks was still around in 2007, like the OG Twin Peaks. I don't know. That was the your Twin Peaks were. That's <laughs> wow, wow. True story. I wandered wow. into a bar in Las Vegas called Twin Peaks, expecting some sort of thematic. You know, television show. Every drink comes with a side of cherry pie. You know, and, you know, weird people dressed in FBI suits and nothing like that. You walk in there, it's a Hooters. No. Twin Peaks. It's so totally, disappointing. I was just like, is, is really? it though? This is, <laughs> this is as creative as you can get with this title. I am okay with that. I'm okay with that. Well. Show, I'm thirsty. <laughs> show, you ready for another cocktail? Yep. Let's do it. Well, I'm ready. What do you got? All right. So the next one will be the Always the Season. It's a gin-based cocktail. Um, <clears throat> so usually gin, um, not a lot of people like it because it's unique. Because it's a unique flavor, like it's aromatic, or sometimes it can be herb, like taste of herbs. Mm-hmm. It's kind of complicated. Yeah. Uh, but by mixing it with our sour base and the fresh squeezed liquid juices, it bounces off perfectly, and it's. It's just amazing. So you're taking something that's very complicated and misunderstood, mm-hmm. and you're pairing it up with something that's sour and simple. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Maleko and Flash podcast. <laughs> <laughs> really, it works. It's a it great works. metaphor that's for a, what we're doing here today. I'm glad that I showed this cocktail. I love it. Show, cool. why don't you go ahead and mix that up for us? All right. Uh, while he's doing that, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll dive into uh, your epic moment uh, in Tahiti where it was Tahiti, right? Uh, where, where you had this, this wipeout that... Yes, yeah. Um, Tihupu, is am I saying that right? Chopu, are we? Chopu, we, we Chopu. Can say, I don't want to say it. I was going to let you. I, I do know, that. I know. It's totally. I mean, we, can, we go like chopes for, for short. Chopes. chopes, you know, chopes. So set the stage. Wow, for I us could here. not have pronounced that any more wrong. Tihupu, yeah. way to go, Holly. Yeah, I know that's yeah. as Holly as it gets. Hi, Holly, to you too. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell me how to get to Waikiki? <laughs> We're trying. Like, to... I was on like like highway. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going. We're in Tahiti now. You're 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 surfing. Things are going well. You're having a great day. You're stoked. I'm so stoked. St- Always stoked. Forever stoked. Now set the scene for this moment. First of all, describe what the break is like there. Okay, so um, it's not a normal wave. No. So it, Chiopu is like a, a, just like a mutant slab. It basically breaks on this kind of horseshoe-shaped outer reef. Um, So it goes from, like, really, really deep water and hits this, like, reef shelf. So the wave, like, almost, like, full... It it just looks like the whole ocean is folding over on top of itself. It, like, goes backless and below sea level and just sucks off the reef so hard and fast that once it gets over a certain height, like, it's impossible to even, like, paddle down the face of it. So they use jet skis to whip people into it it's it's much it, it looks like the wall in game of thrones it's way thicker in like it's just fuller than a regular wave yes like it doesn't look real yeah it's about as, of it's it. about it like it's about as thick as it is high you know what i mean it's just so Whoa. 
there's just so much mass to these waves. And, and I feel like it's the only wave on the planet that has, like, teeth. Is this, is this fun? You're describing, <laughs> you're describing something that seems terrifying. It's like the gauntlet, yeah. Um, <laughs> when you get one and you, like, get spit out of, like, an insane barrel there... Then yes, it's fun. There's nothing better than it in the world. You'll never be more stoked in your whole life. Hey-o. Oh. Hey-o. <laughs> now they is that wave too nuts to have competitions? So they have competitions. Uh, the they actually used to have a women's event there, which I was I was super stoked on because I would. Oh God! <laughs> so Damn it, woman! You're drinking. killing me! <laughs> God! Uh, because that's when I would really do well. I'd w- I won that one a number of times. Because what? It, yeah, because it would. Um, it just favored my style, right? And so, how would you describe your style? Well, I grew up. I grew up in Hawaii, and I grew up on Kauai, and I grew up, uh, you know, with Laird Hamilton as a godfather, and guys like Kal Alexander and Andy and Bruce Irons, and you know, I had a lot of strong male role models that were like Chargers. You know, Tit- Titus Kinimaka was over there, and all these kind of people. So, um, my style is that just that kind of like. Just go. Just go, yeah. Just you, go. you had to go because... Because uh, Eddie would go. Cause, well, Eddie would go, yes. And then also when you're trying to... When you're a tomboy trying to kind of like fit in with the boys and keep up with the boys, it's like you had to go. Because if you and didn't go... Then those they, guys aren't cutting you any slack. No, they would totally yeah. roust you. So it's yeah. like... I mean, there'd be ways where Andy and Bruce like would be calling me into it just knowing like the thing was going to close out and I was gonna, just going to get my yeah. ass kicked. Knowing full well they wouldn't have ridden. No, no, they, they, they definitely wouldn't have gone. But you got to go. But I, to if they're calling yourself. me in, now I have to go. Right. You know what I mean? So there was a lot of those kind of hard knocks that I think shaped my style. That's, like, that's, like, that's training you. Yes. Though. Yeah, it was good training. It was school of hard knocks. Good training. Yeah. Good training, guys. Thanks. Hazing. Is it was a full-blown hazing, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so they used to have a women's WSL, um, WCT event at Chopu, they still have a men's WCT event at Chopu. It's one of the most exciting events to watch on the tour. Um, but you're watching like you watch NASCAR. You're waiting for someone to to yeah beat it badly, badly, or get badly. the or get the wave of their life. It's really exciting. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was over there. I'd flown over there during the men's competition uh, because I saw this massive swell coming. Um, it was called the Code Red. It was the biggest swell. It was the biggest big wave swell they'd ever seen at Chopes, I think, in the history. And I flew over there, and it was psychotic. And that's when Nathan Fletcher got his crazy wave, and Bruce got this wave where he wiped out, and his, his board shirts got blown off him. And I thought, oh my god, yeah, he came up like butt naked, like <laughs> wow. <laughs> and um, just some radical stuff was going down. So anyhow, I went and surfed that day. Um, how, how big were the waves? They were mad. They were so big. They were so scary. I'd never seen anything scarier in my life. You, you were legitimately scared. I was terrified. You know, so, but it's like but, I had sat in the channel for like four or five hours waiting for one of the boys to give me a turn with a ski, you know, because you need a jet ski and you need a driver. And I don't have the resources right. and the money to afford all those things. So I'm just like kind of like hitchhiking and hoping yeah. guys will be charitable. And so you got to wait a while for guys to be charitable. And uh, I actually sat in the channel all geared up watching these guys get the, these amazing rides or get these rides where I like literally thought they died in front of me oh my god and then i have to like then when they come and hand me the rope be like okay i'm ready yeah. <laughs> so because at that point if they hand you the rope you can't say no i'm good yeah because you've you been know, waiting so long you've been yeah, waiting yeah, so yeah, long yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like you might have just seen you know like nathan's wave i thought he died and then it's like you're like actually i don't, I don't really want to do this now I'm not. and then it's like they come hand you the rope at that point and you're like 
Oh God. Okay. Oh. So she's leaving out a crucial part of getting handed the rope. Is she was the first woman to ever be towed in to Chopu? That is true. Now, did you know that? Go. You didn't know that. No, I just did it because I wanted to. It was never really about like. Wasn't about that. It was uh, about. I'm gonna be the first. Let me just plant my flag on this. You don't. You don't seem to be that way. You just seem to do it because you like the rush. Yeah, that's That's just. That's what I get from you. I just do things because I want to do them, and then it's like people tell me, "Well, you're the first, and like this is history making." I'm like, "Cool, stoked." (laughs) (laughs) All right, we gotta retire that word, or I'm gonna die. (laughs) Okay, so you can hand the rope. You're terrified Moment of at truth. this point. You just saw so, what you thought was somebody die. So I went out there. I got some really awesome. Like, they towed me into the smaller ones that day, obviously, because the big ones were just death. Um, but I got some amazing rides. And then um, a few days later, when the swell had gotten back to mortal size, they started running the men's WCT event again. Okay. And they had had a memorial heat for Andy Irons, who was a dear friend of mine. He was like a brother to me. And they had invited Bruce to come surf in his brother's honor. Oh, my God. That's so heavy. Yeah, it was super heavy. And uh, Bruce invited me and a couple of his close friends to come and surf with him in an empty lineup at Chopu. Nice. And so that's actually when I busted my face. So it was a much smaller day. Everybody thinks it was it was, it the, was big, the big day. The big day. The big day you had great rides. Big day I had great rides. Everybody you know? went home. Everybody went home safe. The small, it, and that's the, that's the funny thing about surfing, and that's, Definitely something about Chopu is you cannot turn your back on that wave. From 2 to 20 feet, it's dangerous, you know. Um, and sometimes sometimes it's the smaller days that you get more injured. It's crazy. Wow. So you posted on your Instagram these pictures. And uh, if you just Google her and Google... Face injury? Yeah, or just wipe out or whatever. <laughs> or just my name. Unfortunately, it's like one it's the, the first, first things that yeah. pops yeah. up. Yeah, and it's, just, I, it's the you, worst picture of you. Always shows up first. You, you can't, <laughs> you can't oversell how dramatic the picture when it's like. It's like no. literally half of your face it's is hanging off. Is hanging yeah. off. Like so, it's not so heavy. It's a Harvey Dent in Batman. I haven't seen the photo. Oh, it's, and, yeah. And I don't want to. I, yeah, I believe no. you. It's insane. I it's, believe you. I look like I got kicked by a horse. But I want to know. I want to know what happened. If you can, can you? Oh yeah, can, I'll do walk you remember you the it. moments? Yeah, I totally do. So, so I'm in this like memorial heat to Andy to honor Andy with Bruce and stuff, and like um, this set came. And I was paddling out, and we were kind of too late to get at it. And I kind of almost like was going to turn and go, and then I didn't. And then I was thinking, like, God, Andy would have totally rousted me for that. And so I was like, okay, when the next one comes, I'm like, I'm going. And so the next wave came, and Bruce and all those guys were calling me in. And um, and so I took off on it, and then it would just, it was, there was something weird about that wave just from the start. Because normally when you take off on a wave, it chokes. It like immediately barrels, and that's kind of like what the whole ride's about. Well, this one just kind of crumbled from the takeoff. Ah. So I kind of had to like go around a bit of whitewash and kind of like readjust my rail. And then like, and then it started to throw. So I pulled up into the barrel, and I, I um, got a little bit too high when I came. I came off the bottom too hard, and when I, when I corrected to come back down, I was just got a little bit too high. And so I try to readjust my weight, and then right then the lip just kind of clipped my head. Oh! And so then it just sent me. It was clipped low- your head or all the hair? <laughs> Dude, it like just barely. Yeah. Hey, the higher the hair, the closer to God flash. Oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> we true. both know that. We yeah, we yeah. That, yeah. We're, we're a room oh, yeah. full of people that are in total agreement on that one. <laughs> so yeah, it just uh, it was low tide. It was like extreme low tide that day, and I just it 
it just clipped me in the head and just kind of like flipped me and then just pile drive face first. So you're off your board. You're in the air. And then just face Did first. Did your board shorts fly off? Or no, how does that thankfully <laughs> I wasn't bloody and naked. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you hit, what, I'm guessing head first. Yeah, I just like headbutted the reef with my face. Um, and I, so, I, broke, I broke my fall with my, with my face. With your face. With my face. Okay. So your face breaks your fall. You're tumbling in the water. You wash up somewhere. Yeah. And so at this point, I'm guessing you're out. Like you don't. No, no, no. I didn't black out. So, so I, you, you're I was, aware no, of I what's was, happening. Whoa. Well, so I popped up and like immediately it was just like this intense rush of pain. And I, you know, but I didn't know how bad it was at that point because I've left a lot of skin on the reef at, at, in Tahiti. You know, the reef is very sharp. And even when you get, like, superficial kind of scratches, it still doesn't feel good when your skin is being torn off your body, even if they're shallow. Yeah. Sure. A nice know. salt water in there. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, you come in and they lime you to yeah. get the, yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, it's it's not a pleasant experience ever touching that reef. But so I thought it was going to be more like that, more like superficial wounds, you know. Sure. Uh, and then I came up and I kind of put my hand to my face and pulled it back and it was just... Murder. It was just bloodbath, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Nah, I'm probably not even just blood. There was a, probably a lot of skin there. There was just what the like pictures stuff. looked like. And Ugh. then, uh, so I was like, "Okay, that's a lot of blood." And then, um, thankfully, it was during uh, um, the men's WCT though, so they had water patrol and guys on skis. So immediately they came and grabbed me, and they took me into to the beach to the point, and uh, and that's kind of when I started to realize it might be pretty bad just because of people's reactions when I yeah. got to the beach were like, I was kind of hoping I was going to get the like, oh, you're going to be all right. But they were like literally like turning white and running the other way. So oh it was just God. like, okay, I, I think this is this is not going to be good. So you're awake. You're seeing Ugh. just bystanders, just, and just they're running. not having the reaction. No, that's not a, it was not a comforting reaction. <laughs> I was kidding. It was not giving me a good, warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> uh-huh. Were so, you wearing a helmet? No. Sorry. Were you wearing? No. You weren't no, mm. wearing. Shouldn't you? You just describe the craziest wave and the thing. And, and we probably should wear helmets. I do wear helmet. I do wear a helmet now when I go tow out, tow out there. I do. I do wear a helmet. Because um, of that accident specifically? Yeah. 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 Hmm. You still go out there, though. Uh, so after that accident, it took me two years to, to work up the courage to go back there. Yeah. And um, How was that first going out that first time? Uh, so I was like super nervous. But like, you know, um, it took me two years. And I think people ask me, like, well, how did you get the courage to like go back and ride that after something like that happened to you? And I just tell them, well... It was just like extreme FOMO, right? Because like the fear of never experiencing a ride like that again at that, like my favorite wave, became more scary than going there, you know, what might happen. You know what I mean? So it was just like the fear scales tipped and I just had to go back. And so when I went back, I got literally the biggest, best barrel of my life. Really? Yes. Two years later, yeah. Interesting. Plus, what's the worst that could happen now, right? Like, you pretty much... Well, she could yeah. die. Nothing, you got nothing, well, then, I mean, what's worse? Dying or what happened to you? I mean, I don't know. <sighs> One's less painful. 
Depends. <laughs> depends. Depends. So, yeah. It was a guy that died there who's got he got his jaw ripped off and bled out. So I oh, think. Wow. Yeah, okay. There think you go. There's I your would, answer. Uh, thanks. Thanks for the. Thanks well, for making that so extremely that clear. Question. Extremely clear to me. I'm gonna just have a cocktail you, now. Just because you die doesn't mean it's not painful on the way out. Okay. <laughs> That's a horrible outro. <laughs> All right. On that note, let's drink another cocktail. Uh, for the pain. For the, the pain. pain. <laughs> this, what did you call this one, Shell? Uh, always the season. This is uh, oh, always the season. Yeah. Here we go. Always tis, the, season for, the season for a good tis cocktail. Tis the season. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> mm. This uh, this drink Very is good. the color of that guy's jaw getting ripped That's off. Oh, yes. oh my god! Wow, Flash. That's great. I knew someone was gonna say that. I'm so sorry for the visuals, guys. <laughs> I see you guys are passing on that raspberry. I, need, <laughs> I, I needed the visuals, though, because I, I look at you, and if you don't know the story, you would never know that that happened to you because you don't show visual facial scars. Like, you look just as beautiful as you've ever looked. You've Aww. got your... You've got... I mean, your face is great. So, like, what... You must have gone through some really great doctors or something because you can't tell that... You had this major, uh, this major facial laceration. I actually, super lucky, got the on-call surgeon in Papayette in Tahiti and have had no revision surgeries. Really? Yeah, he just was that amazing. He, he put me back together like Humpty Dumpty and yeah. he did an amazing job. And I feel like I'm just, I've been looking for the silver lining of being a Haole in Hawaii all my life. And here's a silver lining. We don't keloid scar. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. You got it now. The one thing. The one thing. I knew I would find it. So now, between Jaws, obviously, you know the Bonsai Pipeline, all that North Shore, um, Tahiti. What? What? I mean, yes, you just had that wipeout there. But what do you think is the most dangerous wave to surf? Gosh, they're all dangerous in their own way, right? I mean, Tahiti is definitely like. What's the one in Brazil that now everyone is like? Oh, it's actually in Nazaré, Portugal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one where yeah. everyone's getting the, the, the largest There's, wave ever. Yeah. So I've only surfed there like once and it wasn't super large. So I can't speak to that. But Tahiti, I can definitely speak to that. And that is just so crazy dangerous. And then um, Mavericks in Northern California is dangerous. They're all dangerous in their own way, right? So... Mavericks, you know, we lost Mark Fu. Yep. We lost Sia Miloski. I know Shane Dorian had a close call out there. I feel like Hawaiians, I don't know if it's because we're not used to having to wear that much wetsuit and gear, mm. you know, and the water's so cold. It's just different for us. What is it about those waves that, that make it so dangerous, you think? So the thing that makes, I think, um, Mavericks so dangerous is it has like this, this kind of deep spot. So you have like where it breaks, but then there's like this almost like elevator shaft in the reef. Mm. So like if you fall, you know, kind of at the takeoff or like in the bowl, you can get pushed down into this, oh. into this kind of like really bad spot that's like deep, deep. And then all the water then sucks down like on top of you. And so holds you, you down. And holds you down. So it's like you're like down in this deep place and it's almost like there's a waterfall pushing down on you Whoa. so yeah that's super scary other super scary fun fact about uh, Mavericks is uh, and I wish they would have told this to me um, before I surfed there for the first time when you wipe out and you are underwater and you get pushed deep 
and you open your eyes because that's something I do in Hawaii. Like I'll open my eyes because you can kind of tell which way's up because the light will be shining sure. from the surface in this beautiful blue water in this aina. Right. But over there, it's not like that. The water's very murky and dark. And so when you get pushed down, it's literally like black. It's like midnight. So you don't know which way's up? No, I opened my eyes and I was absolutely terrified because I felt like I got pushed into some alternate reality. I was just like... You weren't ready for that. No, I was like panicking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So every every wave has its own dangers. It's scary in its own way. Like Jaws, Jaws is just like this huge arena. Um, like there's just so much there's so much ground to cover out there. You know, there you have like the West Bowl. You have like the North. Like there's just so many areas where you can get caught inside or pounded. And then that wave is just so powerful. I mean, I've literally just from some of the violent beatings, just had ligaments tear. You know. No, I don't know, no, actually. No, you don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not recommended. Not fun. <laughs> but yeah, it's just um, every, every wave has its own dangers. How many surgeries have you had from surfing? Mm, full facial reconstructive surgery in Tahiti. Uh, I've had... I've tried to avoid surgeries. Like, I've blown my knees out. I've blown my ankles out. Stuff like that. I've full... Tear my popliteus muscle. Tear, um, Your what muscle? Popliteus. It's, it's this like, little tiny one. That's right what she her. said. Yeah. Flash has got one of those. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> a little plopidious muscle. A little tiny one right behind your <laughs> Works knee. Works really hard. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but man, does it hurt when you tear it. Oh, my God. Uh, and then my PCL, my meniscus, uh, medial collaterals. I've torn all those things. Now, um, did you know what all these things were called before you tore them? No, or I've learned just, so much about human biology so during biology. this journey. Uh, it's funny. When I did my PCL the first time, uh, I did that at Pipeline, just like the wave kind of hit me from behind. And uh, when I went to go see the, the doctor and the surgeon to talk about possible surgery, they're like, so do you play football? And I was like, mm, I mean, I've played football, but that's not really what I do. And they're like, because this is a football injury. And I was like, well, <laughs> I did get tackled from behind from a wave. <laughs> a massive wave. <laughs> a wall of water. Yeah. They said, this is a tackled from behind injury. I said, yeah, I got tackled from behind. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got these uh, these amazing surf stories, um, and you know that's anybody with these stories is the life of the party. Somebody just oh go talk to Keala for twenty minutes, and anyone this, with that hair is the with, life you, of the you party. Got this, you got this rad story, right? So, but the <laughs> thing is, is like you know if we just took surfing out for a second, and you could not talk about surfing, like you've got so much other awesome life experience that we could talk about. Uh, with your DJing career, first of all, is you wound up opening for some of the biggest names on stage. I mean, freaking Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. I know. That was, talk, it's was an obvious fit. <laughs> That's totally. like, what? <laughs> so that one came about um, because I, had a f I have a friend that um, does, he does big concerts, and they needed, a, they needed a DJ to open for Snoop in Vegas. And he was like, hey, do you want to open for Snoop in Vegas? And I was like, um... Does a Pope wear hats? <laughs> like, yeah, so it wasn't Like, Snoop yeah, here. I want to open for Snoop in Vegas. <laughs> That's freaking sick. So. I just had all these weird opportunities just kind of, like, fall into my lap sometimes. Like, even, like, the John from Cincinnati thing, it was just, like, um, you know, they... Somebody I, I was working on doing a surf documentary 
called me out of the blue one day and was like, hey, I'm not doing documentaries anymore. I'm, I'm working for HBO and we're going to do a show that has like some surfing element to it. Would you like to come to L.A. and go to lunch with the, some of the creators and, you know, we'll pay you to talk about surfing? Like I was going to be a consultant. Mm. And then I met the creator and he was just like, oh, no, you're going to be a character. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. So, yeah, I've just had all these weird, awesome opportunities just come how does your music go over with the Snoop Dogg crowd? <laughs> what do you play? Yeah. I play like mostly I play like mostly house music. So um yeah, with the Snoop Dogg crowd well it was Vegas and it was the Palms in Las Vegas and I mixed in some like some like hip hop y stuff. Old school hip hop stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my style's very like that's what I'm saying. Is your yeah. style and Snoop's style is so? Wait, was it like a pool party at the Palms? Or no, was, was it was a like a, it was like a club night. Okay, yeah, it was like a club night. They so had a great a club s- night. sound system. It went overall pretty good. I mean, did you meet Snoop? I didn't meet Snoop. No, he. We were doing sound check together, but he was like on the whole other side of the mm-hmm. thing. So, did you smell him? Did you smell the pot? Did I smell the weed? Yeah, the, the, the just mushroom cloud the of, <laughs> <laughs> of ganj. <laughs> That's a yes. <laughs> that that is a yes. Affirmative. So you're playing. Uh, you you got a couple of residencies here in Honolulu. We mentioned those earlier. Um, you're at the new Aloha Lani. Um, that's that's a spot that's just just now getting started. Hi, Jed. Jed, what's up? <laughs> yes, Jed is a curator of Vibe over at Aloha Lani. Um, he's doing an awesome job so far. Um, we've got DJs in the in the O bar. It's a really cool. Really cool scene, really cool setup. Um, the O bar is just gorgeous. That's their lobby bar. The lobby bar, yeah. And I just love that they're doing that uh, here in Hawaii because you know I've traveled a lot. I've been to like Miami and and different places where that's just the standard. Like you know, you yeah. have a cool boutique hotel. Like of course you have a DJ in the lobby. Of yeah. course you have a DJ by the pool. That's just normal. Sometimes so. it literally is the standard. Sometimes it is the standard. <laughs> yeah. You're so right. Yes. Literally <laughs> I've actually the DJed at the standard yeah, yeah, in downtown yeah. LA. So yes, nice. accurate. <laughs> so they've, they've actually, they kept, this is the old Pacific Beach Hotel. So they kept the aquarium there. So um, beautiful. They changed it a little bit. Like the aquarium, it's got more picture windows as opposed to being a giant aquarium anymore. But um, I know my girlfriend wants to be the resident mermaid. Do they still have a mermaid? Does she no, still? but they should. Yeah. The mermaid's I'm un- gonna nominate unemployed her. now. <laughs> Shout out Mariah. Hey, Mariah. <laughs> hey, Mariah. <laughs> that was always my favorite part. It's like, oh, and then, uh, look, there's a mermaid. Here she comes. And then Nobu? Yeah, so I'm playing uh, Nobu. It's last Friday of the month is, is when I was Their playing. outdoor bar is gorgeous. Yes. Right until the time it, that it rains. Is that where you, you're DJing on the outside yeah, bar? Yeah, so they have like an outside oh, nice. lounge part of Nobu. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Liko and Kenny. Yes. Yeah, Kenny. Yeah, just here. Yeah, yeah. Liko <laughs> from, from Nobu was just here a few weeks ago. Yeah, the outside bar is great unless it rains. And then uh, it's well, nice and that's there. the thing. I just I love that people are using the outside spaces in Hawaii yeah. um, because we have them. You know, we live in the Goldilocks zone. It's not yeah. too hot. It's not too cold. It's just right all year round. And where can you find that? Yeah. Like Miami, that's it. And We've talked about that before, I think, in the podcast, where there's there's actually a lack of those spaces. There really here. is. Incredible like, lack you know, of it, Duke's yeah. is the only bar I can think of that actually goes out to the beach where you can Rumfire, have it. Rumfire. Rumfire would be you the can other have, one, maybe. Yeah, no, Rumfire. but it's not right. Like, on it. literally like it's, it's on the beach, front. walking yeah. right on. But, like, you should be able Dukes. to get your fo- your toes in the sand while you enjoy a cocktail. I think so. I, I like my toes in the sand while I enjoy When you it. go to other spots, you know, other tropical islands... They it's, have bar, they're right up right every up on the bar, beach. every right hotel. Up on the beach. So you can take your drink yeah. to the next hotel yeah. and right. enjoy it there. 
But in Hawaii, we would fight and beat each other up, so we're not allowed to do that. Damn it. No. Yeah. Also, the Liquor Commission is yeah. a little more strict. I, I blame Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes another potential sponsor. <laughs> Just put that one on the add, list. Add that to the <laughs> list of potential sponsors. That, yeah. It's yeah. never going to happen. Yeah. Anything else you're working on now? What other uh, what other avenues are you pursuing? Are you uh, you running for office anytime soon? Um, I I'm working on um, I've been working on developing a TV series. Okay, it has been picked up by NBC Universal. What? It's already uh, been picked up. Yes. Nice. So wow. yeah, we went out to pitch meetings this time last year, and NBC Universal picked it up, which is cool because they did Blue Crush, so it's like kind of like. Full circle so coming bringing, home. Bringing, you bringing home. it back home. That's awesome. And, um, and bringing it back home here. Gonna gonna try and film it here. Nice. Um, it's gonna be like a um, TV drama series that takes place kind of with the backdrop of the North Shore. Uh, a lesbian TV drama series with big wave surfing. So imagine like like uh, the L word meets Friday Night Lights. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Meets Blue Crush. Meets Blue Crush. So now NBC doesn't have a Hawaii filmed TV show, do they? I, I mean, don't think they do. CBS has, uh, has Hawaii Five-0 and Magna P.I. ABC Who's, had lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NBC's the only one that didn't... Yeah. Well, didn't, this are, is it! They are getting into it. Yes! <laughs> Who's going to play Turtle? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody listens to Turtle. <laughs> Nobody listens to Turtle. <laughs> Breda Breda Kine. <laughs> Shaka to the Meta Breda Cuz. So are you in production now, or is it just, get, it's, just still uh, in development? It's still in development. We're like ironing out the pilot, and I'm hoping it's going to start filming soon. I'm really excited about so it. So, what are, are are you are you going to be acting in it? I think I'm just going to be um, consulting more. But I figure I'll, I can probably I'll probably be doing my own stunts because who can who can play me on yeah. job, like on the, on the board? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, though. <laughs> be like see, not appearing it, but but, but stunts, doing, doing uh, yeah, stunts, doing my stunts. Probably, I, I imagine so. I mean, that's yeah. sick. And then um, I'm also in a documentary that is making the film festival circuit right now called She is the Ocean. So that was in the um, Rainbow Film Festival out here. It was in the um, Honolulu Surf Festival. It was in the Maui Film Festival. What's that one about? That one is a film about um, really powerful water women. So there's like, it's the stories of like. Who are, who are some of your peers? My peers, as far as like big wave surfing, or you're just like, uh, like you're, you're my saying, peer. <laughs> you guys uh, like, are my peers. Like, you, like in this documentary, who would be some uh, other powerful, groundbreaking water so this, women? So this, so uh, this, so this one, uh, she is the ocean. Uh, has myself as a big wave surfer. You have Andrea Moeller, who is another big wave uh, mm -hmm. surfer that lives over in Maui, but she also does, you know stand-up paddle board, long-distance racing, uh, canoe racing. Like, she's just an, like, an overall, like, she's super, a beast. super yeah. beast yeah. of a water woman. And then uh, they also have Ocean Ramsey, who swims oh. with the sharks. Oh, she's yeah. in that. She's in it. She is so hot. <laughs> I knew you were going to say <laughs> she that. She is so hot. I've, like I've, done, I've done the shark dive with her. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's You've cool. done the shark it's, dive with her? I, what does that mean? Is, what, is that a done, code for? I wish it was code for something. Is that like next was, to the muff dive and there's a shark dive? Is that like way more aggressive? I'm telling you, <laughs> Kayla, I really wish it was With code. teeth. Unfortunately, <laughs> it was just the straight up shark dive. You guys can learn a lot from me, boys. Amazing. <laughs> Seriously. Okay, I'm telling you, Flash, I'm auditioning new co-hosts. And so hey. far, Kayla's doing great. <laughs> so Ocean Ramsey is another one of the, the women. Uh, there's a cliff diver from... Um, from Germany, she does like the Red Bull cliff diving. Her section was really exciting. Sick. Yeah, that stuff is super really exciting. nuts. And then um, it uh, 
Rose Molina, who's a free diver, she was in it. And then it ends with uh, Sylvia Earle, who's like the scientist. So it ends on like a very conser- conservational, like we're putting too much plastic in mm-hmm. the yeah. ocean. Mm-hmm. Let's like get our stuff together right. and, you know, do what we can to, yeah, save the planet, guys. So it's, a, it's an awesome film. So uh, that's making the festival circuit. I'm also working on another documentary film called She Change. Uh, this focuses on more the big wave women, uh, specifically the Mavericks event, mm-hmm. because we fought for, I think, like six or seven years to have women included in that event. And, and when was, you say we, you mean the WSL or? Well, okay, so when it start, when the Mavericks event used to be called the Titans of Mavericks, and it wasn't WSL yet. It was run by these, these kind of macho men up in Northern California that called themselves the cartel. Oh, okay. And much like the Eddie, you have to be invited to compete in this event. And so uh, a woman had never been invited, and we were kind of pushing for them to, ha- to have a separate women's division in this event, and they just were not into including women at all. So what ended up happening was um, in California, you need to get the permits in order to run ah, surfing competitions. Smart. Yes. Yeah. Kind of like so, the Eddie, kind of like out here. Yeah. Right. So then uh, there was a woman who's like an activist that uh, got on the California Coastal Commission. Uh, and, and so basically when the cartel went to the California Coastal Commission, um, California Coastal Commission was like, yeah, we'd love to give you the permit, guys. We just have one question. Like, where are the women in yeah. this event and they were kind of like uh like uh uh like humming and hawing and it was like okay well if you want the permit like you're gonna have to include some women in in the mavericks and so that next year they kind of like found a loophole they like invited like a female judge and like a female water patrol and a female beach marshal window and a dressing fe- a female t-shirt folder wow. and you know what i mean like wow. no athletes no yeah. athletes yeah 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 so that kind of got them through one year and then the next year it was like okay guys no more of this yeah. you know yeah. no more of this crap loopholes like, closed loophole closed where's the athletes and then they invited a couple women athletes in in the in the men's but it was like okay here's the first round picks and then we're gonna you know we're going to like get rid of, you know, go through a couple rounds to, to narrow it down. So by the second and third uh, draft, it was like there was no more women in the event. So sure. it was another just bullshit display of trying to include the women. And so it got a lot of bad media attention. And then the cartel eventually went bankrupt because of it, I think. Ooh, and karma. Then, yeah. yeah. Karma. And then the WSL swooped in and got got the event. And they're like, of course we're going to, you know, include the women because they, they already yeah. had the Jaws event. And so we were like, awesome. And, and then the next year, they were going to include the women again. And this time we said, hey, guys, how about Ikupe? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. You want this permit? You're going to have to pay us the same. I love it. Because yeah. we're out there riding the same conditions and the yeah. dangers are the same. And exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you wouldn't pay a female soldier less money to go on the battlefield and get shot at, would you? It's true. So, it's true. So, yeah. So that's how we won the equal pay. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, wow. we have awesome. we, we formed a committee. We called it the Committee for Equity in Women's Surfing. And it was uh, Sabrina. She was on the California Coast Commission, the activist. Karen, who was our pro bono lawyer, who I think was like a lawyer for the porn industry or something. She's like the Aaron Brockovich of the porn industry. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Look Surprise her up. Flash She's, doesn't know who she is. I know. Can you believe? <laughs> Me too. And then uh, the, <laughs> other, the other four women were myself, Bianca Valenti, um, Andrew Muller and uh, Paige Alms. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, Congratulations. Thank You've done you. Some great work. Women, women's 
you know, helping lift other women up. Good for you. Yes. That's and it's, gr- it's great for surfing. It's great for everything. Actually, this, uh, it's crazy because surfing is like the first sport to offer equal pay. And because of what we women accomplished with the equal pay in surfing, that then inspired a bill that's now in California that is like on the floor to require equal prize money in all competitive sporting events on California state lands. So this is like, this is like some, some big stuff that's happening right now. This is some like, it is. And at the end of the same time, it shouldn't be like, it should have already happened. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's, we're making a big deal out of it because it's finally happening, but holy crap, this should have happened a long time. Right. And I think we're going to like, look back and just be like, like, how dumb. Wow, like when you yeah, guys were like yeah. flying around the world to make that much less prize money, like yeah. that, so, that was that's like when you look back and go, wait, women couldn't vote or own property? Yeah. Like, what was that about? So, how is this affecting uh, prize money uh, in Hawaii competitions? So, any WSL event, uh, the prize money has to be equal. Yeah. Nice. And I'm sure other other competitions will follow suit. I know the yeah. uh, but will the they? Mo- <coughs> the Molokai, you know, the Molokai to, to Oahu, the paddleboard challenge, they just did it this year. I think it's a snowball effect, guys. I think it's, it's like happening. really like a domino effect. And I'd love to see then the sponsors, like the brands, kind of follow yeah. suit because equal prize money is amazing, and, and I'm so grateful that that we've yeah. won that. But quite honestly, like on the big wave women's world tour, there's two events. Yeah. Right. And Maverick says it's not going to ha- probably happen this year. So there was one event. So I made equal prize money in one event, but that's not enough money to live on. Right. So it's like you need those endorsement that's deals. snowball effect. Yeah. Well, you happen. need those endorsement deals. Like all the guys have, you know, sponsors that pay their travel, sponsors that give them a monthly salary. You know, I have some awesome sponsors that give me product like Dekine hooks me up with awesome products. The kind bags. The kind. They're the best. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're leashes. They're Jaws leashes. Like, they're the best. Yeah. You know, Isaris hooks me up wetsuits. I've got, because um, I've had so many injuries, Mueller Sports Meds sends me, <laughs> sends me their kinesio tape and bandages and knee braces and stuff <laughs> like that. Your, your annual yeah. and then my, oh my God. first aid yeah, kit. Yeah, it's like, here's, here's your first aid kit, KK. Just keep yourself Jesus. taped together. Get back out there. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sponsored by duct tape and paper clips. <laughs> Super glue and duct tape. Um, you know, and, and I've had the same board sponsor, Aftermath, the same shaper for 20 years. Shape, and he's never charged me for a board. And it, I know it costs really? him. It costs him so much money, just the just the raw materials to shape a surfboard. And, you know? shaper, and shapers are in a bad spot right now. They're in a horrible spot. Because these boards are, being, are yes. being manufactured by robots in China. And it's like... Yeah, it's, so it's it's a hard industry for them to be in right now. It really is. So I have some awesome sponsors and stuff that are hooking me up, product and stuff like that. But I would love to get the kind of endorsement deals that my male counterparts are getting to where I don't have to bartend, you yeah. know, and have those late nights. But you would still want to DJ, though. Of course, I'd still want to yeah. DJ. I like the more daytime stuff, yeah. though. I like to be yeah. able to get to bed at a decent hour and get yeah. up and train and surf, and so. And speaking of daytime DJing, she's going to be DJing Krista's Super CW's Fun Dip Pool Party at the Queen Kapiolani. I'm so looking forward to that. It's going to be a good time. Saturday, yeah. March 23rd. Yeah. Queen Kapiolani, by the way, uh, who supplied our bartenders today. Um, Look from at this Knott's pro over here. Downstairs. <laughs> Segway master. Segway master. <laughs> so, show you're down at uh, at Knott's how often? When can, we, when can we come and find you down there? These are the 
Almost every day. Almost every day. Is that a hard question, show? <laughs> poor guy. He's down there all the time. Now it's actually it's it's the coffee bar slash full bar and the lobby, right? I mean, it's you call yourselves the coffee roasters, but I mean, you can get a full cocktail there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We have beers, wines, all the cocktails. All That's the great. cocktails we're drinking today. Yes, will be on the menu. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So get down there and check them out. By the way, the new Queen Kapilani, uh, the deck at Queen Kapilani is amazing. I have not even been up there. I so need to get up there. I they mean, I know I'm going to be there. View. Is that where I'm going to be DJing yeah, for Christmas that's where thing? You're DJing okay. for Christmas yeah, thing, I'm the pool so party. I'm so excited. It's actually it's one of the best views in Waikiki. Well, that diamond uh, head backdrop is just, you, priceless. Really, you yeah. really can't beat that. There's not that. There's a reason it's on all the postcards, guys. <laughs> it really is. So uh, get down there and check them out. Uh, and and it, by the way, that was Krista's last residency. At, at the deck? Yeah. 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 Before they remodeled. No. Or no, after. Well, after. Yeah. I mean, uh, and well, she recently. Well, used to do pool parties there before they remodeled. Before, and that's part of the reason why we're doing the pool party there. But, I mean, she was a resident there right up until she just got really, really sick all the way through November. She was yes. DJing there on the deck. So it's a very appropriate place for us to do that party. So uh, watch out for the uh, flyers. That's coming soon. Uh, in the meantime, how can we keep up with you? What's your Instagram? What's your, uh, what's your Twitter? All that. Oh, my God. I don't really tweet. That's more of a. Trump crowd thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Malika well, and I are like, wait, we tweet. I tweet. <laughs> Twitter. I'm all over Twitter. <laughs> um, no, my Insta handle is just my name at Kayla Kennelly. Um, Spell think, it for the for the phonetically yeah. inclined. Uh, so it's K E A L A. K-E-N-N-E-L-L-Y. I like how you pause for people who are writing on their pen. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> right, got right. it, got it. Okay, good. Like yeah. when you give somebody a phone number and you just rattle off a bunch of numbers and wait, there's wait, no wait. pause. For what? There's a reason there's a semi, there's a dash in between. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll follow you. Instagram, that's the best place to check you out. Yes, I'm, I'm probably more active on Instagram than the others. Excellent. I like Instagram because it's like a magazine, right? It's all like pictures. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Raina and Show, where can we find Deck at? So you can find Deck at the Queen Kapiolani Hotel, 150 Kapahulu Avenue. And the uh, Knott's Coffee Roasters will be on the lobby floor. We mm -hmm. have happy hour every day at Deck. And then every day at Knott's as well. Knott's is 2 to 4. Deck is 4 to 6. And we actually have also an industry night every Monday through Thursday, 5 p.m. to close at Knott's. And everything is 50% off. So what? Yes. 50% <laughs> off? 50% off all these yummy cocktails that you had today as well. So come find us at the Knots as well as the Duck. Awesome. And you're on Instagram? We're on Instagram as well. That's, so what, that's what that question meant, but that's fine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Was waiting for my PR moment. So. <laughs> and she sees the day. She <laughs> sees the day. So, um, Knott's is Knott's Coffee Roasters Hawaii is our Instagram. And Deck is Deck Waikiki. Excellent. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. Thanks for sharing these drinks with the show. You make a mean cocktail, brother. Appreciate it. Uh, and Kiala. Yeah, and you can also catch me an appetito. Okay. Um, yeah, you're bartending an appetito. Yeah. Wait, they're coming in next week? Yeah. No, it's funny because they asked me to the come in. After. They asked me All to right. come in and talk with you, and I was like, "Once is uh, enough." I'm already going. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it was almost. Uh, they, they were asking me the same day, and I'm like, "Wait, is yeah. this? Are we talking about surfing? Or are we talking about? Yeah. You're like bartending. I, like, what are we talking about? I've already yeah, done yeah, my yeah. charity gig with Maleco and Flash once this month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but Appetito's <laughs> awesome. I love working there. We have a great happy hour. The food's amazing, and um, yeah. And you're there. And I'm there. So that's come, the most you can come. Thing. You can come chat. Surfing. Where Where is that? That's in Waikiki, right? Yeah. So that's a. Uh, it used to be a Thai food place. It used to be Kioni's. 
Um, and they completely gutted it and remodeled oh. it. Yeah, it's right in the, in the, right in the That's outrigger. what was there before. Yeah. I couldn't yes. think of it before. They had a yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, evil yeah. jungle prince with chicken. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, 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 it was good. Yeah. It's right across from the street now from that giant uh, Whatever food, that food is. truck city. With That's like, gone. Yeah. That's, That's gone. gone now? That They cleared that out like wow. in the night one night. It was just gone one day. Oh like, they're going to level everything around yeah. there. Oh it's my crazy. Yeah. But no, it's in, the, it's in the bottom of the outrigger Hana East. Okay. Yeah, no, I know exactly. Yeah. yeah. Once you said Keone's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right, right there. Well, Keala, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for sharing some of your awesome stories with us. Uh, it's been rad to have you here. We are stoked. Are you stoked? Right. stoked? Are you so stoked? <laughs> Flash, what's happening next Jesus. week? Well, next week I'm going to be hungover. <laughs> uh, next week, Wednesday, we have, uh, that's uh, March 13th, we have Elijah Sky, reggae artist. He's going to be performing at Sunset Sessions at Queen Kapilani. Speaking of the last Sunday of this month, he's going to be in here. We're going to be... Uh, Talking with him, he's going to be performing live for us. We have cocktails from Minori Cafe. And check out a new show every Wednesday afternoon on my blog at start1019.com. Or just search Maleko and Flash anywhere you listen to a podcast, including now Spotify. And also on our new website, club301.com. Uh, it's a new it's website a with old our old, website. old podcast new, new name. old website. Uh, but go check it out. You can see all of our archives of every episode we've ever done, including some photographs and easy subscription buttons so that you can subscribe using whatever device you own. Thanks, everybody, for coming in. Have a great week. Aloha. Thank you so much. And by the way, wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't. Hey, don't, don't we're still recording? Yes. I, I, I need to the plugs for money and go stuff on, now. Go want on. to say mahalo to our sponsors, Young's Market and Pacific Edge Magazine. If you want to sponsor the show, you can email me at flash at iheartmedia.com or just slide into my DMs the way you do with Kayala <laughs> <laughs> at flashy808. So sneaky. Except for Heineken, because you blew that. Thanks. <laughs> I did. Okay, I bye. Okay, bye. Special mahalo to Tito's for making us funnier. <laughs> and uh, for Naomi Hazelton for being hot. At Pacific Edge Magazine. That's sure fine. <laughs> and uh, look, how do I win my flask cap? I already forgot, because I've had too much Tito's. All right, so if you want to win your very own flask cap, which is the new yes. way to enjoy a beverage doing yes. your favorite activity, here's what you've got to do. Take a picture of you doing something awesome that would be 10 times more awesome if you had a flask cap while you were doing it. So it could be a picture of you hiking Cocoa Head. Yeah. Maybe a picture of you on the beach. Uh, maybe surfing. Maybe if you were on a boat. Ideally... Somewhere where maybe you're not supposed to have the alcohol. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it wouldn't be the appropriate thing. Yeah. Please don't send a picture of, of you driving. But if you're a passenger, is that okay? If you're riding in a there lift, you go. absolutely. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you if, go. Of you riding in a lift, absolutely. So take a picture of you doing something awesome that would be 10 times more awesome with a flask cap, hiding five ounces of your favorite liquor, where you can mix it up and have a good time. Hashtag Maleko and Flash. Hashtag flask cap. That's, flask cap. Yeah, that's F L A S K A P. If you put those two flask tags or those two hashtags, <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with a new yeah, word for yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> flask Put those two hashtags on your post, and uh, we will pick a winner every week to win a flask cap. How dope is that? And if you want to win it, just post it now, and we'll let you know via the Insta. Do it. Hey, that's it. So if you liked what you heard, which, which is unlikely, but that's fine. But if you did, tell your friends. 
Yes. How would I tell my friends? How how does this iHeart app podcast thing work? Really, really good. Look up. You <laughs> see you see those three dots at the top of the screen there on the right? Click that. That's the uh, the okay. share button. Check. Got and it. then you can uh, email it. You can text your friends. You can copy the link. You could post it on social media. Yeah. Just post it on social media. We don't I, want I was, you to text your friends or email them. We want every we want as many people mm-hmm. to know about this as possible. So yeah. don't be shy. And don't forget to follow us on social. I'm at DJ Maleko. I'm at Flashy808. That's Flashy with two E's. Or I guess if you turn the still talking. If like, you turn the push up. notifications on on your on your app, then it will automatically tell you. I'm not listening. That there's I've a new show coming left up. Left the room. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, I so want to hear more. <laughs> hey! 